Bye. Did you know you could give me a rating? That would be so sick. So if you could go to like Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to it and give me like a five star or like a 10 bags of popcorn, that would be cool. And guess what? It's It takes like two seconds. So it's, it's really kind of cool and easy. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Because guess what? Here is the episode. Hey, everyone. This is a podcast and I'm here with Caleb from Mint to Die For. And I play guitar and other bands, but... Mostly a man to die for, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Like, uh, but yeah, dude, like, again, thank you for like wanting to like c- come on, like, uh, because when we played with you guys, it was, it was fucking awesome. And then again, I, I'm always st- like, thank you for asking us to play. That was so much fun. That spot is so fucking dope too. Dude, no problem. Like literally asking you guys is always like the top like option. It's always like. Uh, sell damage it's always the first band and it's always like we pray that you guys say yes <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird dude <laughs> we had we had a good ass time though in or playing with you guys though that shit was awesome yeah dude like that spot like dude because like so you you've been setting up like shows for like a while now right yeah i i don't do it like consecutively or like uh on a schedule yeah for yeah. some reason i just kind of like do it whenever yeah and i think my first show was in like probably 2019 or 2020. Okay. And it was just like on the floor. We had some like boards and whatever. Yeah. And it was all right. There was like 20 people. <laughs> it was all super awkward. It was it was okay though. Everyone <laughs> had fun. And then we had like a second show with the same setup. And then or I think it was Arsonist at the time. And oh, then okay. Breach. Yeah, it was before or yeah, it was before we changed it to a minute to die for it. Oh, we changed that because some dude or it wasn't some dude or it was some dude, I guess there's a rapper dude called arsonist and we kept like getting put on his stuff <laughs> when we <laughs> no were trying way. to like release it through arsonist and he like actually had like some like views and plays and stuff. So like our stuff was getting plays, but it was like through his account and it was super weird. Oh, and then this like other deathcore band also started up as arsonist, like this brand new one. And we were just kind of like, man, like it's kind of a, basic name as much as we liked it and went hard yeah like we just wanted to do something a little more emo yeah if that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) dude yeah because no i was gonna ask that because i was i I always thought because i remember okay so what was so cool is like when i first heard about you guys i saw arsonist and i was like i genuinely thought someone was just saying like arsonist get all the girls but they just shorten it to arsonist and i was like what the fuck they're actually like playing again or or whatever (laughs) and then um and then when i found out like you guys were from here playing i was like what the fuck and then i heard you guys i was like that like people are playing this from here that was it was it was so fucking cool dude when we started that I was 15, I think. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think we had our first show with you guys, which got canceled because of COVID. So it was probably like 2020, right? Oh, wait. I think it was at the ball pit. It was with Reclaim, Waste of Skin, Apricity, you guys, uh, oh. or Cell Damage, and then Arsonist and Breach. It was Dude. like the hardcore like HD show. That shit was going to go so bonkers. And then it never happened. Dude, yeah, because I think that we was so like, excited. yeah, dude, uh, we we were too because we saw uh, because Danny, I think 
I remember seeing our name. I remember that flyer like vividly now, like because I was like, oh, the, like shit. lightning bolt. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> uh, because I remember seeing that and I was like, oh, fuck. Like there's like because I saw you guys on there like as a new band. And, and like then that's when I like heard of you guys. I was like, oh, fuck. That's awesome. And that show would have been so sick. I wish it would have. I wish it would have ended up happening. Oh, yeah. That's when the ball pit venue was like really popping too. Yes, it was. It was a perfect show. Damn, dude! But it didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that was supposed to be our first show with you guys, and we were like super stoked. But yeah, yeah. dude, that would have been so sick. Especially like like you said, you're like you were fucking fifteen. Like so, okay, well, that that's like perfect. To, like so, did how how young did you start playing music then? I was uh i don't maybe probably 14 13 then oh okay so yeah probably 14 because i think i was in eighth grade or okay. seventh grade and i got a or this chick in like a one of the classes she brought a ukulele and we all had to like uh try it but it was picked out of like popsicle sticks it was like a weird <laughs> like show and tell your hobby thing it was weird yeah but um, uh, she had ukulele and I got pulled out of the popsicle stick and I played the ukulele and I was like, yeah, I was kind of sick. Yeah, so I got a ukulele. Liked it for a little bit and then I didn't like it and then I got a bass. Didn't like the bass. Wanted to do cooler stuff. Yeah. And then <laughs> after I or I thought I was going to do cooler stuff on a keyboard. So I got a keyboard after that and then I didn't like any of that. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll play guitar. And then I started like playing guitar. And then I got into all the little classes at my school and whatnot, and then found some homies, and then we started a little whatever band. And it was like a weird indie project. It was stupid. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, it was all right for like your first song. But yeah, yeah. I, and I love all those guys. They're all cool. But they all ended up moving away and whatever. And then I found Sebastian, or he texted me, and then that's pretty much when Arsonist started. Oh, wait. So like... So <laughs> that's fucking okay. yeah. that's so sick because like I started music so fucking late in life like uh like so when you when I hear like 14 15 that's so goddamn cool to me because like I honestly didn't really start listening to music until like 7th grade because I just like I never really had anyone show me anything so like hearing that like you were picking up a guitar that young is so fucking cool to me like that's ridiculous dude I I think it was weird too, because I used to think that like playing guitar was dumb. Like I, like, <laughs> I thought it was basic. If that put it in basic terms, yeah, yeah. Like I was like, I don't want to play guitar because everyone else plays a guitar. Yeah, like it's not like special at all. But I ended up really liking playing chugs and stuff like that. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I just ended up going through with that, dude. Well, but, they, I was gonna say, well, sorry, uh, well, what drew you to like even music in general? Did, were you already like an avid music listener, or did you just like find it? Yeah, how, yeah. how did you find it? So like, I used to listen to like pop and okay. like dubstep. <laughs> yes. Dude. So like, uh, oh, geez, I, I'm gonna. Of course, I'm blanking out on any names. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that I was like my genre. Like I r love those, and then. I started, uh, or my sister, she listened to a lot of like rock and stuff. And I saw and it was really like nostalgic. Yeah. Because my parents used to play like a uh, Pantera, System of a Down. Oh, sick. Metallica okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, shit. Oh, yeah. And so she started showing me all those. And then I was like, hey, I know all this because 
it was played when all all the time when I was little. Yeah. And so I started to listen to that, and then I kind of got into like Three Days Grace. Hell yeah! Like Fuck yeah! Super bad. And I listened to them like all the time, twenty four seven. Their One X album, dude. And then <laughs> I wanted to like, get into like more metal stuff because that was kind of like rocky, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. But I still love it. Three Days Grace all day. Hell but, yeah, dude. Uh, I found Bullet for my Valentine, and then that was like my gateway into like metal and whatnot. Dude, that's that's sick because I remember when I first heard uh Tears Don't Fall, I was like, This that is it, dude. Yes, that's the best yeah. dude. That song fucking rules. <laughs> oh yeah, that song is amazing. That was the one that got me into it. And that was like one of the first songs I learned on the guitar, too. Holy shit, really? Yeah, it was <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Dude, that's everything was like happening at once. Like I was playing guitar, I was listening to the music. I was getting into like heavier stuff, more like metalcore and whatnot. Yeah. Later, getting into deathcore and like more crazier stuff. Hell yeah, dude! Like and like, I love that you bring up One X because like, like I I I I the first like original like self titled Three Days Grace album. I fucking I could I could sing that whole album. I fucking love that thing so much. And uh, but like I remember when One X came out and like, anyways long story short going to like cell damage like we <laughs> we will cover animal i have be animal i've become <laughs> at the end of one of our songs really yeah dude oh, it's so awesome, so awesome. <laughs> yeah and it's like i always fuck it up at the end but it's always so much fun <laughs> that song's amazing i love every three days grace song dude they're 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 fucking sick dude that's it's so cool because like i feel like that's a good gateway band because like, it's like an amazing gateway band that's yes. what i show everyone i'm like yeah you want to get into like heavier stuff and like it's not really heavy yeah but it, it gets you into like the more like rough vocals and like the structures of metal songs and yeah it's just it's just more of the vibe dude, yeah. dude no that, that's sick and like okay so like when you so like when uh arsonist like first started like of course going a minute to die for but like uh did you guys have uh what did you what were you guys going for anyways were you just trying to do like some like metalcore stuff like what was it so we were trying to do that indie stuff when it first started and then me and my homie we went to a a, a reclaim show oh sick with the licks and we were originally there for like the lakes. Yeah. And then reclaim started gone and all the mosh pits started gone. And then me and him were just like, yo, this is dope. Hell yeah. But, and then, um, uh, that's pretty much when we're like, we want to do this. Like, it's cool to see everyone going and see everyone moving and just, it just seems so fun in the energy and whatnot. It just, it didn't, it just seems like a, not like a party, but like, I'll not explain it. It just seems so fun. Dude, no, I totally know what you mean. Like, because like one of like my first real band was an indie band, and I I fucking loved playing that shit. It was so much fun. But like, it is there is something so so much better about playing like like heavier music. Like it is because like oh, yeah. you can definitely like jump around and like like move around during indie shit. But like, but like hardcore is just like when you can see someone like like moshing or something. It's it's unbelievable, dude. Yeah, that was like my first like introduction to hardcore too. Like I didn't really get it. I okay. thought of hardcore as just like punk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then because of like reclaim and whatnot, and then I started to hear like you guys 
and bands like uh traditions and just like all like the local more hardcore bands in like 97 minutes uh face facts yeah yeah uh you know all those bands morrow yeah and i was like i was like because this isn't isn't punk but it's not like metalcore and then everyone was hardcore hardcore yeah and then that's when that breach band came around and they got me in there i had no idea what i was doing i barely <laughs> even discovered what hardcore was <laughs> dude that's nuts so oh yeah because like were you in the band the whole time or did you get get in towards the end for breach yeah yeah so i was in like the like the middle to the end oh, okay okay so like there was like danny um uh he was the original guitarist yeah and uh he wrote like their first ep and whatnot uh pretty much what breach is like known for is all written by him like oh, okay. i didn't really write any of that yeah and uh, they played with him for a long time and then they started to get booked a lot at the ball pit and he preferred not to play there oh okay and so they uh would ask me to come fill in oh and okay. they ended up playing there like a bunch to the point where like they're like do you just like want to be in the band and they actually asked me in lancaster in the middle of a show <laughs> are you serious <laughs> yeah um uh it was danny was also there so we we played as like a so there's two guitarists for a while in yeah. the beginning it was me and danny but whatever shows he couldn't come like that's why i was there mostly just to make sure that they could play oh sick and they're all the homies like i i, I love all of them like so i was i was down for it no matter what hell yeah dude that's so fucking cool but yeah and then we kept going and then he i don't remember exactly what happened but he kind of just like dropped just was like good luck guys but like in a good way and there's nothing bad about it it was yeah, all yeah it was all good and then it was just us for a while just uh me bert nate and frankie as a four piece and then we had daniel come around from uh take it to heart oh, and he okay. would come around every once in a while and uh and jam with us and play some shows with us every once in a while and then so we were playing uh or actually he started playing almost like every show with us but he uh so it became like another five piece again and then everyone pretty much moved away oh okay and got jobs and became men yeah and the, <laughs> and i was still a child yeah no, <laughs> but they all came back not too recently and we tried getting it back together but it all just like we just I don't know what happened. We just kind of weren't feeling it. I don't know what it was. But we're all still good. We're all still homies. We all love each other. All Hell good. Yeah. yeah, dude. No, that's awesome. And like... Breach was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I was sick. Like, because I remember when Brad uh, Brad recorded and I listened to it, I was like, dude, this sounds ridiculous. Like, it sounds really sick. Like, um, but yeah, dude. But like... And then, okay, so like when... So, like, was, wasn't Arsonist... Arsonist was around the same time as Breach, right? Yeah, so I was playing in both of them at the okay. same time. And then for Breach, I was mostly... I wasn't really riding with them too much. It was yeah. mostly I was just kind of like playing what they got. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, that didn't bother me at all. And then Man to Die For was more of like my style of music or arsonist at the time. Yeah, yeah. And it was more like metalcore, but I didn't really know how to write songs. So they were kind of like, whatever. But Breach was really the one that like, uh, uh, like took off more than immense to die for but when we played together those shows would be insane because breach would pull in all like the hardcore kids and then arsonist would pull in all like the emo kids and <laughs> that's then, it <laughs> you put pulling like a little squad it was cool 
dude that's that's so sick yeah dude like i i feel like like everyone up here is like really start like really digging you guys dude like it was like because i know there's a show coming up that we were asked to play and we we're not able to which is a bummer like um but like yeah when i saw you guys were on the stick yeah dude like i was so excited to play that <laughs> like i was like oh dude it's 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 gonna oh this will be so sick but yeah danny can't get off work so um like hopefully oh, if if you guys want in march the homie or the homies numb g n u b uh-huh with the g yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh they're, they're planning a little uh uh tour a little march run for like three days going through uh cali and vegas and they need a cali band if you guys want to hop on that dude <laughs> dude i will totally ask the dudes that'd be fucking awesome man like because we've played vegas two times or so two or three times and it's never been like like in my opinion it's never been like crazy good but then like when we talked to the dudes from dredge when we played together like they were like yo we can get you on a good show please please come back and like we're like yeah of course like if you if we're playing with you guys that'd be fucking dope but like but yeah dude like We've never had a good, uh, good, a good show in uh, Vegas for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Literally, shout out Uprise Productions. He goes crazy. <laughs> he uh, he plans like the craziest hardcore shows in Vegas. Like every Vegas I've or Vegas show I've gone to has been Uprise, and they have all popped off. At least I'm pretty sure they've all been Uprise. <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, no, we played with Slay Squad for our first one, Minerva. That's when I first got introduced to Uprise. Oh, okay. And really the Vegas scene was through Minerva. And they really brought me on, and that that was sick. The whole Minerva thing was really cool. And shout out to all those guys. We all, that, that we went crazy. Dude, like, but, no, like, that, wait, wait, what were we going to say? Sorry? No, oh, I'm, you can go. I was, <laughs> I was just going off on a tangent. <laughs> no, 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 I was going to say, like, the Minerva thing, like, that's like because i knew of you but then when i saw you doing vocals for that like it was like i remember danny was like yo look at this video i think it was the one when you guys were playing the nevada or, or like las vegas and uh he was like look at how like it was either, like your lows were like fucking ridiculous he was like look how yeah. fucked up this is i was like holy shit like so like i would i was really I appreciate that yeah dude no it was awesome and that's why i was stoked to play with you guys when we played like at the the house show like it was like you guys yeah. were ridiculous man dude minerva went crazy that was a really fun project i yeah. really enjoyed doing deathcore vocals and whatnot i really enjoyed doing that kind of stuff yeah dude that, that was fun but yeah no vegas scene goes crazy minerva brought or really introduced me to them that's how i'm really bringing a minute to die for there hell yeah dude that's and sick. whatnot but hell yeah shout out approach productions again he's crazy <laughs> dude <laughs> so like with that, are, are, do you guys have any, like, uh, shows or tours planned for, like, next year? For next year, we are, are we're trying our really, really trying our best to uh, get that March uh, little three-day tour a little going. Yeah, yeah. We want to hit Phoenix uh, and then Vegas and then somewhere in L.A. We're still trying to get that going. Hell, yeah. And then but we're doing it with the numb dudes or the numb dudes are really taking us pretty much they're the ones that are really trying to get it together oh yeah but the numb dudes are sick shout out to them too they're like they're heavy as shit and they're a really good hardcore band too dude 
I, I've seen their name. I just, I just, I'm so terrible at checking out new bands. So like, or like bands in general. So well, like, I'll have to check them out. They like started playing like six months ago or something like that. Like they're oh, like brand shit. new. <laughs> they got like 3K followers. They're going crazy. They're, they got mad plays. They, they're, they pull in heads all the time. Their stage presence is sick. Their vocals go crazy. Drummers go crazy. Oh, <laughs> like it's, it's too good. Damn, dude. That's their, fucking their awesome. Their pits are scary. The pits are scary. <laughs> they're fun. They're scary though. <laughs> well, uh, those, their pits are literally those Instagram videos where you see like trash cans being thrown around and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally their pits. You want to go see some crazy stuff, go to a gnome show. <laughs> <laughs> dude, um, how did you meet them? We at through Uprise, we played oh, our first okay. uh Vegas show in October. I don't remember the exact date. Yeah. But we played in October for our first date there and then uh i think it was i don't know if it was i don't think it was numb's first show but they were coming out there too and the uprise dude really wanted to get us like a decent crowd since we were coming from out of state because they're from arizona phoenix okay and so uh they put us in like the middle and we just happened to like post up next to them for like merch and like they're the ones that just happened to be like backlining like the guitar cab for me and whatnot and we just like hit it off real good and they're like i don't know they're sick they're the homies and then we played they got us in arizona the other or maybe like i think it was like two weeks ago now and we like got a little airbnb and we like kicked in whatnot it was sick with the numb dudes dude that's sick so like okay in arizona where did you play and how was the show out there because again arizona's never been too kind to us (laughs) yeah I, I don't know the exact uh, venue, but I know the production. I think it was Ground Zero. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, they, it was like it. It was. Oh my gosh. You know C47. I know you know C47. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like a really big C47. It was like twice the size, and they had like a little stage. They had a bathroom and a whole like a really big lobby area. It was just like a really decked out C47. Oh shit. And okay. And they pulled, we pulled in probably like 40 people or so. It wasn't, it was small. So like, it was kind of hard to tell exactly how many people were there, but it felt like a lot of people were there. Dude. Got all those bands too. They were all sick. That was awesome. Dude, was, uh, was it Groundworks? Or was it Ground Maybe. Zero? I, either way, like still I like. I think it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. But no, shout out that guy too. That, that was awesome. And then. Also, shout out numb dudes for bringing us out there. That was that was crazy. We're hitting like all the states right now. Dude. We're not all of them, but we're trying. Dude, <laughs> dude, it's that's so fucking cool, man. Like, uh, god damn. Like, so what's the what's the furthest that you've been out with uh, a minute to die for? Then probably just Phoenix. Oh, okay. um, uh, that that was like a, I think it was like a five and a half hour drive, dude. So that was pretty intense. Yeah, but, dude. It, yeah. Dude, it's so it's so much fun, dude. Like, 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 like we like we haven't been out like a, a whole lot, but like whenever we do go, like, dude, tours like the greatest fucking thing on the planet. Like, um, it's, it's gonna be our first one. We're oh really? Oh sick, excited, dude! Man. Oh, I'm so stoked! It is so much fucking fun, man. You guys tour all the time. That's so cool, dude. No, like. <laughs> no we 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 don't actually like it's crazy like like when we like because like we we're planning one for this next year coming up which is super stoked like which i'm super stoked on um and uh 
yeah dude i can't wait i'll tell you i'll tell you after like uh but mm. uh what was it yeah dude the, information yeah dude what's up <laughs> yeah. uh, but like no like my uh because we just went to texas and that was amazing so if you need any help ever out there like we know a couple people and texas was amazing dude el paso has is the fucking best thing ever like i that's... dude that would be so sick how do you guys get out there do you guys drive yeah yeah we drive dude yeah oh my God. <laughs> dude, we, we we drove from like yeah we drove the whole last tour we drove from home all the way out there and we because we we hit like all the way from Texas to Oklahoma, like New Mexico and Arizona and everything like it, dude. Oh, I'm so stoked. If this is like your first tour to dude. Oh, it's so much fucking fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we're, we're stoked. We're really hope it's going to like go through. We really, really hope it goes smooth. We're, yeah. we're trying our best to help the numb dudes. Yeah, dude. Like, really uh, wants to happen too, obviously. Oh, uh, uh, what are you guys taking? Like just like a, a, like a minivan or what are you doing? That's what we got to figure out. We've been talking about it because that drive sucked, but they're like, it works. But yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Dude, yeah. We were thinking like a van. If so, like, if we can all be in it, yeah. So we can like switch out and whatnot. And we don't have like the biggest gear. And that's also like something we're going to have to like figure out if we're like backlining kits and whatnot, which hopefully we can. Yeah. Because that takes up a bunch of room. Oh, fuck. And yeah. Then, it does. Yeah, so we we still got to figure all that out because we still got to get all the dates and set and like set in stone and all the bands and whatnot. But we're we're kind of nervous about the whole drive situation, but we're gonna send it, dude. <laughs> dude, that's oh, I'm so fucking stoked, man. Like, but dude, it's gonna be so fun. I dude, I can't, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm like I'm like so excited for you because like tour has been like the greatest fucking thing ever. Like. Everyone always says like, oh man, like I bet you see like everything. Like I honestly love stopping at gas stations, randomly going through there, <laughs> picking up something and then leaving and then going to the next one. Like it's fuck, dude. I can't wait for you. Like I'm so I'm like, I'm like Thank giddy you. for you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. We're, we're excited, dude. We're like super stoked about it. Fuck yeah, dude. Well, dude, and we I, also got, or what were you saying? No, no, so? you go first. You go. I was going to say, we got our single that we're going to be dropping soon that we're going to hopefully be trying to drive Dude. through the tour and promote the hell out of it. But we're also trying to have more than one single out by then. But we're trying to have that out early January to really get a, like, a thing going. Because we haven't done anything in forever. Like, <laughs> Men to Die For, like, we, it's, the second we changed to a Men to Die For, we really like slowed down. We haven't really written anything. We played like the occasional show. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? We didn't really take it too serious and it didn't help that I was also in Breach and uh, Minerva. Yeah. Because me and Sebastian really are the ones that like drive it all. Oh, okay. Not, sure. not, not as of recently. Yeah. But as of the time, that's kind of how it was. And so it was really hard to get things going. And so when, Min when Minerva stopped being a thing, uh the homie nate which was the drummer in breach and matt which is already my homie that i got to play bass in minerva oh, i was yeah. like come play drums and bass for men to die for so we can have a like a good like setup going and we already had travis from fomo or uh spinach dip <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you recognize those names but he's like a really like emo like 
indie writer so it really helps with trying to get, like write melodic stuff dude that's but, sick yeah no so we're just trying to really get things up and going again because we're still playing songs i mean kind of we only play like two songs but it's still two songs that i wrote when i was 15 or 16 <laughs> so it's like, dude that's sick it, it, it's cool but we're like we need some new music dear god like we just play the same thing over and over and like i said we were, haven't been really taking anything serious until like september of this year yeah we really started to like take things serious because that's when we got the new lineup going yeah yeah and just like we started to book shows and we've been playing almost like every weekend since then so we're really Hell just yeah. trying to like get our name out there we're playing like any show we can we played last weekend at stardust nightclub and that stage was awesome and shout out fucking scoundrel dudes they're awesome and they help backline everything for us and their music is sick but yeah. that that stage was sick and it was cool but we opened and there was like no one there <laughs> we're all just like crabbing and getting down to no one but like that's the move right now exactly like, we're just trying to like we're trying to just like play anything we can no matter how many people are there get down as hard as we can at any show just like do anything we can to like start getting our name out there and it's working it's working real well Hell and yeah. we're just pushing it real hard trying to write more music it's hard because everyone works yeah and, and so like trying to get everyone together is a little bit of a pain but we're, we're getting through it <laughs> dude no but like but i i love like knowing that like because i know there's a lot of bands out there that will just like like when no one shows up or anything they're just like okay well who cares like like i I'm I I don't understand that like like my favorite band the Chariot they like Josh Goggin the vocalist said like yo it's either we are we're turned we're we're either on or off and we're always on like it doesn't matter how many fucking people are there still like go as crazy if they're if you were playing a goddamn oh, yeah. stadium yeah no that's like the rule because you don't know who's there for mm -hmm. example like the scoundrel dudes were there for us and they like came up to us after and trying to get us up in Fresno now and it's like. They were like the only ones there. I think True Divine was also there. Shout out them. They were they go hard too. <laughs> but um uh they're like they were the only two bands there and we were just throwing down to them and they got down and it was cool. And just like you just gotta throw down even when no one's there. And if anything, it's even more reason to throw down yeah. when no one's there. Cause now you have no one watching you. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like, like throw down. No one cares, dude. And if anything, if you throw down in whatever, like usually because if you go hard as like a small band and you throw down even as like an opener and start turning heads and whatnot because there's usually the second and third band especially if you're playing like bar shows that those are usually like the locals that come around and people are like used to and whatnot yeah but you know what i mean so people are always getting down to them and whatnot but if you're able to like bring attention before them and like that really brings like personal like like who are you guys this and that like yeah, oh yeah. what's this and that and then they usually will buy like a piece of merch or something oh and that helps like a bunch you know what i mean and you just go about it in that way and then occasionally one of those guys are like oh i book shows up here or i'm in this band and you're like what and then <laughs> <laughs> you just start making crazy connections yeah like, you just got to throw down everywhere make you just yeah it's just you can't not because then you just look boring if you're just standing there and then you can tell that you're bummed that you're the opener band and then no one wants to book you because now you just seem ego you know what i mean yeah you gotta just like you're in a band dude you're playing music play your music throw down exactly dude exactly 
And that's that's just what we're going about. Just playing as many shows as we can, no matter who's there. We're down to open. We're down to play at the end. We're down to play whenever. We're just... We're really hyped to get all that out and just start promoting it and starting the new era of yeah. a minute to die for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that, that, that's awesome, dude. Like, so, sorry about that. Like, my computer freaked out for a second. That was so weird. So, no, if, you're good. You're if good. I wasn't talking, I was just, <laughs> my computer just fucking went nuts for a second. All good. All solid. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. But no, like, uh, <clears throat> no, exactly. I, I totally, I totally agree with like, it's like, always always play like as hard as you fucking can and everything and also like um danny showed me the new song dude it sounds so fucking cool dude like i thank you yeah dude it's ridiculous we wrote that song so long ago that's what i'm saying like we're like actually taking oh geez we wrote that song a long time ago and then we like rewrote it in like drop c tuning because that's what we play in and just try to make it more like of a better song than yeah, it was yeah. before i mean i used to mix everything and like it was cool and all but like we really it's just really because we didn't have the money so yeah we we're just kind of like doing like little diy mixes the best we can yeah yeah. and then um we just for the first time we're gonna have someone like professionally mix it and i don't know if you've heard of tracheotomy They're oh yeah i've heard with, of them uh, yeah, yeah left to suffer and to right now um they're guitarists who dropped right before it but I lo he's oh my gosh but he's getting uh like his whole like mixing and studio thing going on but they got like a little feeling going and whatnot but his name's nick he used he was the guitarist until like their tour he like just dropped out but he's really doing like mixing and whatnot i think it's called like blush studios or oh, okay. something like that but he he's the one that mixed that so when you hear that you know that mitt or nick Oh, geez, I don't know how to say his last name, Corsillo or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> but he makes he did it amazing. And so we're just going to keep doing the rest of our record through him and then trying to uh, do all the artwork through your brother, Danny. Oh, he does sick. awesome. And we love his style. Yeah, dude. Like, no, he so showed me that, too. Dude, that, that it, it looks dude. I'm stoked. I'm stoked on it. So, like, you're hoping that in early January it's coming out? Yeah, so we're trying to get um uh, the lyric video made right now, which he's working on, which yeah. is coming out awesome. Oh my god, he was like, I I don't know if I can do it. It's gonna be my first time. And I was like, send it because he always says that, and then he does it, and he does absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking? Is your first time? I'm like, your tenth one you're gonna do is gonna be insane. <laughs> like, like, oh my god, he he does so good. So. Like that's pretty much what he was saying with the vi or the lyric video. He's like, I haven't done it. And I was like, send it, and he's doing it, and it looks so good. It looks so good, and we're just trying to get like little touch ups and everyone's little notes in, and yeah, so far it's going great. And that's just for the first single, dude. It, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It looks so fucking good. Like yeah, because he showed me like the first like minute or something whatever it is of it and it, it looks it looks ridiculous oh yeah oh yeah and we're trying to do the same thing with our second single we're gonna drop which 
um uh, we have the homie frankie as guest vocals on it right now from breach oh sick but we're we we're gonna try to get uh the numb dude to get on it because um uh they've been really getting us going and frankie they haven't really been doing much yeah i and so we were gonna they had a little project going of ashen and it was like a little breach boot up and they were gonna do that because I was really getting into a minute to die for again. Yeah. And yeah. they really wanted to commit. So they had a little project going. And so we were gonna get Frankie in there and we we're gonna do a uh action feature type of thing, you know, and we're gonna like like build up together type of thing again. And then their project ended up falling through. So I honestly that's it all up in the air. So like we haven't it's it's a little bit of a question right now, but we're so, all still trying to figure that out. And then <laughs> nice. we're gonna get like the lyric video and everything for that going too. And hopefully by March when we're going to be doing that tour run with uh, Numb Dudes. And so we can have them on the feature and then we can have a crazy. Okay, so uh, you were talking about the uh, Ashen and then Numb. Yeah, you're, so you're tr just trying to put out two singles around like January, February, I'm guessing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to have the first one out early January and then we're trying to have the second one out by March, hopefully. Hell yeah, dude. That For that sick. little three-day run. Yeah. Damn, dude. That's Oh, yeah. Dude, that no, that'll be fucking sick. And then, uh, what was I going to say? Dude, okay, so you did you record with that dude, Nick, uh, for the, the, new the new song? Or did you record everything and then he's just mixing it? I We recorded everything. So we recorded all of the bass and guitar and... And unfortunately, the drums are DI or uh, MIDI, but it's oh, okay. okay. But they still sound hard. And then uh, the vocals also on the SM7B. And then I just sent them all over, and then he mixed it from there and oh, mastered sick. it. Oh, dude! Again, it sounds sick, and that yeah, what Danny's doing with it looks fucking phenomenal. Like I, like again, like oh, like yeah, you said, like seeing like him being like, yeah, I don't know about if it's good or I'm like, like. When he started taking pictures, it was just like he picked up a camera and was like, "Oh, I guess I'm really good at this already." Like, and I'm his like, "Pictures are so good, dude! Oh my gosh, his JPEG for you, JPG for you." Yeah, dude. That's that's so. It's all of his pictures are so good. You look at that and it's like, what? Yeah. And then any pictures he takes of us, it's like, oh my god! Like, I want to use all of them, like <laughs> every time. Dude, seriously, like, like, I'm I'm always pissed off that he's like in my band so like i can never get the pictures. pictures yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh dude. no but no, like his pictures are so god tier it's awesome dude it's ridiculous dude like but like oh yeah and like you were saying like so so you guys you guys record everything like just at like your place or something like that yeah i have like a little like i don't want to call it a studio it's literally just like my computer and i have some monitors yeah and i got a little uh interface that's what they're called and then i just record and i got logic and we use the stl will putney tones just to like record and whatnot oh sick okay and cool then, that's awesome yeah dude so we just kind of like track and record everything and write everything here or we have the homie dylan who played guitar for apricity yeah um uh, he has like he has a home studio it's really nice. And so we would go over there and he likes to just like write with us and help us like write songs and produce them. And so 
that yeah. is super helpful. And so we go over to his house a lot to track also. So we just track at both places. We'll do my house and his house. Oh, fuck yeah. That's awesome, dude. Like, yeah, he's super helpful. He's not even in the band at all. Yeah, I know he'd fill in. <laughs> yeah. But like, he, he just is like, you guys want to come record at my house? You want to come ride at my house? And we're like, sure. <laughs> dude, that's <laughs> fucking dope, dude. That's so cool. Oh, yeah, no, it's awesome. Dylan's awesome. I love Dylan. I love all the Pricity boys. All of them are so sick. Kurt, too. He goes crazy. His pictures are awesome, too. He's a crazy drummer. He helped a minute to die for for a long way as a fill-in drummer. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, no, uh, honestly, yeah, his pictures are, like, I remember when he first started, like, I think he was, like, he was talking to Danny about it, and, like, Danny was like, yo, try this, this, and this, and, like, yeah, his his photos have become ridiculous, dude. Oh, yeah. He went on uh, tour with, ah, oh, jeez. Drift or something, what? or, like? Oh, yeah, he went on, he's gone on tour with so many bands. The Drift, that was a big one. I remember when he was on that. There was uh, Oceans, uh, it's either Harvest or a part. I don't think it's a part. I don't know. Oh, oh, oh geez, I feel terrible for not remembering them. <laughs> <laughs> but he went on tour with them in Japan. That's so cool. That's And stupid. he's like taking pictures with them, like, <laughs> right? And he like, he like went for free. He just had to like pay for his like uh, uh, food and stuff. Like that's so crazy. That's so legendary. And he's just like the homie and yeah. it's like what what <laughs> why am i in your presence right dude that's exactly how i feel man like when yeah when i found out he was going to japan i was like what the fuck like danny told me and i was like that's insane just to take pictures and hang out like that's amazing man oh yeah no he's Kurt's going a long way moss visuals shout out yeah <laughs> dude it's crazy Dude, and then like, okay, so like you said, like you record everything like in, in like in 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 house and stuff. Have you ever like thought about going like to get like drums recorded somewhere else or whatever, or is it just like this is like the simple? Are are you like doing this way because it's like I want to get it out now and then we could record later? It's the simplest way for us, and it's the cheapest way for yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. It's or so like we'll have our drummer write the midi notes and whatnot so it's like it's what he'll play and we do our best to like actually like do the velocities and whatnot to like what he's actually hitting it yeah yeah and whatnot so we yeah we try to make it as realistic as we can into what he actually plays obviously yeah and whatnot course. and then it also costs way less to get midi drums mixed or like actually like put through a nice program and done right you know what i mean it yeah, costs yeah. way less rather than getting actual drum tracks individuals mix yeah that's and because we have the mics or the mic stands and all the mics for it and whatnot but we have to like we have to go rent the little studio place the rock in apple valley shout out that place that place is so dope if you guys ever need a studio like sell down like go to that place that place is sick where is it it's in Apple Valley. It's kind of like up in the hills a little bit, but it's like this. It's like super luxury for no reason, but it's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it that? Is it the RK Studios? Oh, yeah. yeah RK Studios on Instagram. Yeah, dude. I saw that. That's that's dude. It looks like a fucking like rich ass like house, dude. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a house built into it, but they have like a separate so there's you go up the like driveway thing and then there's like a gate and it like opens up all fancy 
and then because they'll like give you the code and then you drive up there and then there's just like the first building and you just go to the first building and the whole first building is like a little studio and they have a house there too but it's like like i don't know 30 40 feet away 50 feet away so it's like not connected at all in any way and you don't really have to like be in someone's house or anything like that so it's super comfortable and they'll like come in if you need help at all or need anything they'll come in and like oh you need cables oh you're trying to record like here's a computer to record some tracks you know what i mean no way and they got like plugs everywhere yeah they like they'll hook it up dude that's and their prices aren't bad either dude that's so sick because i know i've definitely seen it and i was like oh man that just looks like nice like i I just want to go in there and just like feel like it smells nice in there too (laughs) like wood real nice wood (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome dude yeah no that that studio is super nice we plan on a recording a little live set there once we get this whole ep out of our new song so we're gonna get it all dropped and then hopefully the plan is to uh uh do the live set with it because once we drop this first single oh shit i just hit my mic (laughs) i'm uh once we drop the first single we're gonna oh shit i just forgot where i was gonna go with this uh (laughs) Once we drop the first single, we're gonna drop. Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna get rid of. Okay, I'm 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 good now. We're gonna <laughs> drop. We're gonna get rid of all of our songs that are on there now, because those are all mixed by me, uh-huh. and they sound no bueno. Like it's not good. And so, I mean, it's all right. Like it's better than some things you've heard, but it's not the best, and you can tell for sure. You can hear it's all like compressed and nasty and it and. And so we're going to get rid of all of it, but we're going to bring back, uh, I think, three of the tracks. I think we're going to bring back Deathbed, Karma, and Black and Blue. And But we're going yeah, to get those mixed by uh, Nick again. So it all sounds the same. It all sounds good. And we're going to get new artwork and visualizers and shit through Danny. Just like almost like remaster it in a way. Oh, sick. Okay, because I was about to say, I was like, damn, you're just going to totally take it off and like... But like if you're redoing it, like the songs that like I guess hit the hardest, if anything, or like have like like are the sickest or whatever, like that's fucking dope. Yeah, we're taking the ones that people like the most, the ones that we like the most. The one, you know, I mean, it's just three of them. Yeah. And we're gonna release it when like the whole EP drops. So we like when you go to our Spotify or whatever we're promoting, it's like this is our EP. It's not like, oh, here's a single, here's a single, here's a three song EP. You know what I mean? So yeah. we're going to get it more like organized and get it going together, like hopefully as soon as possible because we're tr- starting to get like a lot more traction. I mean, it's not a lot of traction, but it's a lot more than we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, tr- we're trying to get that going before like. You know, more people see us and view us as unprofessional because that's just trying, we're trying to get our presence looking good and whatnot before like things would have a chance of popping off let's say you know what i mean yeah yeah no of course no trust me dude like that's how i felt with so long for us too like i felt like all of like a lot of shit we had was just like whatever and i was like then because i we've had our record done for like like no volume was done for like two years and i was like fuck like this needs to be out so people don't think we suck. Like, like, and like, granted, like, I know, like, I'm so stoked on everything we've done, but I know exactly how you feel because I felt like, oh man, people are going to see us as unprofessional and like not good. And like, it's like, oh, they sound like this. They must be bad or whatever. And like, 
So yeah, t- trust me, dude. I know exactly how you feel. Yeah, we're we're just trying to get that like presence up. Trying to like like we made like a TikTok. Oh God, but like <laughs> you got to do it, I guess. Yeah. And so we're gonna be like posting like our little teaser and whatnot. We're just trying to like on there and like our little videos that Kurt shot for us at the studio when we were uh, practicing there for the first time. Oh, and dude, then, that's sick. So yeah, we just have like a bunch of little clips and uh, whatnot that we're trying to put together that we can post on YouTube, Instagram, uh, TikTok. You know what I mean? Just try to really not, I don't know what to, I guess, no, I don't want it to be like new era, but like, like really just like restarting things in a way. We have like new lineup, uh, new songs being written we want to just get everything re-recorded you know what i mean just yeah. trying to get like a new start even though we've been a band since 2019 yeah <laughs> like, like, like it, <laughs> it feels it actually feels like we're actually like getting together and it feels like the actual band vibe like i had with like a uh, breach and minerva like it feels like it's like it feels good if that makes sense no no, no that totally yeah. makes sense like yeah. I, that's that's how i would feel too man like Again, I've I feel like I've been through that like rebirth process a million times with my band. So I'm just like, oh, this will be it. <laughs> oh, this will be it. Like, but yeah, dude, it's 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 a never ending cycle. But yeah, dude, oh, yeah. like that that new song. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. But like, I'm, I I think it sounds fucking awesome, dude. Dude, thank you. I appreciate it like a bunch. We we tried our hardest, and Nick really killed it on the mix. Hell yeah, dude. Like, dude. Oh, man. Okay. Well, dude, 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 like with this, I have two more questions for you. All right. Okay. So, uh, this is one I ask everyone. It's weird. So, if your band was a TV show or a movie, what would it be? Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, probably like one of those, like, oh, geez. I'm going to have to pick one. It reminds me of like one of those like older sitcoms that just has like six different personalities that like don't click but they do. Yeah. Because they're all friends. And they <laughs> so like, oh geez. Oh no. If I okay, I'd give it a show and I do I do one that I'm watching. Uh, it's that 70s show. Oh that hell show yeah. So awesome. But yeah, no, that's what it reminds me of. Sebastian's just always up in his head talking about random stuff. It's it's funny. He'd just be going off. And then there's Matt. I love Matt. He's just kind of like, I don't know how to explain his personality. He's just like super chill. Yeah. But then when he's not, like when when something's going on, something's going on. Like, yeah. (laughs) And then there's Travis. He's super like, I don't want to say like sophisticated, but he's very like a, uh, you know, he doesn't. He doesn't want to say anything bad about anyone. He doesn't yeah. like. Oh, guys, that's not nice. Yeah, like, he's too great. He, like someone says, "Fuck you," like to the other person as a joke. He'd be like, "Hey, hey." Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Nate. He reminds me of like the quiet, like emo kid that like is walking around with, like his fists clenched. You know, like. Just, <laughs> And, the, and then there's just like me. I, I just get angry all the time. And everyone's just kind of cooling me down. So it, it's there's always like something going on with us. And there's always, it's a good mix. And we all, we don't click, but we do click. We all got like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We're all very different, but we're all, we're all good. We're all homies. It's all sick. 
Dude, that's so fun. That's so awesome. No, like, I, I, th- I think that I love asking that question because there people just give me wild ass answers like that, like going in depth. Like that's yeah. fucking awesome, man. Yeah, no, they're all they're they're a bunch for sure. I love them though. They're all sick. It's it's weird though because like, or it's not weird. I like it kind of because like <laughs> they're all like they're all like. 24 25 26 i'm still like 19 yeah <laughs> and so like we go out and play a nightclub or something or for example what happened last weekend like we played and like we went to go back in and everyone walked in and then i got like held up and they're like can i see your id and of course i like i didn't have it so i was like i'll have it and i was like i'm 19 too so whatever yeah <laughs> and then and then they all like were like oh because like me being 19 it stops them all from being able to like do things yeah. like oh you want to go bar hopping oh, oh no we can't because caleb's 19 oh you want to go do this oh no we can't because caleb's 19 you want to go get hotel rooms oh one of us got to share a room with caleb because he's 19 like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just and i met them all i think sebastian was 21 like that's really like the og of all of them yeah i think he was 21 i think nate was maybe like 19 and i, I was like 14 or 15 when i met them so I've always been like the young, young gain of them. Yeah. So it's just kind of always been that way, but it's, it's okay. That's, that's also where like the personality thing comes into factor. I, I stopped them from doing a lot of things cause I'm the kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome though. Dude, that's awesome. Like you need that dichotomy in the band to just be like, yo, Hey, think about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking yeah. awesome. Dude. No, it's, it's a good little group. I enjoy it. And then, oh, dude, oh, and like, and then also, so like, uh, what has been the best show you have ever played, and then the worst show? Oh, oh, I, I've had a lot of bad shows, <laughs> and, and I don't know. Oh, geez, a good show. My favorite one that like hits like my heart that like does me right is uh, I had a. Oh geez, I think it was Breach's last show at my house. Yeah, in our or Mint to Die For played, and Apricity played, and I don't remember who the other band was. I only remember Apricity played because I did vocals for them, and I played with Breach and Arsonist or Mint to Die For. So I remember that, but I don't remember the other bands that played. It was a while ago. Yeah, <laughs> but that that one was cool because there was like a packed house, and uh, my longtime homies chase and logan since i've known them since i was like tiny 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 like i met the homie logan he was in preschool the other one was in third grade i was in kindergarten we've been homies since holy shit and dude th- that's they've forever. never been like to a show really or like i'll kind of bring them like i brought the homie logan to a few ball pit shows but they're kind of like lame but we're, it was kind of <laughs> like whatever yeah, yeah you know and so i was like like boys you got to pull up to this one like it's gonna be sick and i didn't know for sure if it was gonna be sick yeah <laughs> but i was just i was i was hoping and in it in i think it was a rsvp show oh wow i don't remember if it was that one but it was one of them but there was a lot of people and i remember it was like because there was like the the scene was viewed as like two sides there was like the og group which was like the fans of like sell damage mara reclaim you know whatnot yeah, yeah. and then they wouldn't really come to like the younger shows which were uh like uh 
us, like a arsonist breach and like Starblaze and people like them, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was just because like the scene was very age different. Like I get it. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be twenty eight going to a show having to mosh with the fifteen year old. Yeah, yeah. Go to it jail. feels a little awkward. Yeah, so, yeah I don't. I like. I don't want to be crowd killing. Actually deck this chick like oh my god like <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be terrible yeah but, um uh no nah, but they they pulled through to that show and uh it was all rsvp there's hella people there it was all of like the older crowd that's where i was going with that it was and a lot of them were our homies so it was really like sick to see everyone pulling through and like being able to like really like hurt each other and then hug each other after you know what i mean yeah dude, that's, that's, that's what happened with the younger crowd they would you know they'd mosh and then they'd get mad or something and then it would like it wouldn't be fun so like that's why that's the main reason why we did rsvp so we could really select the people we wanted to come and we yeah. had like i think at least like 80 people there holy shit seriously yeah through a rsvp show it was crazy that's ridiculous and, then, like, and we had denied like at least 50 people like it was crazy but um uh so we had that going and then i had the homies pull through and then it was a pack show and then they have never really like moshed or anything and so seeing them like get down and mosh it was like like their first show or whatever and then with like an actual decent crowd with like a circle pay of like 20 30 people you know what i mean Hell like yeah some le legit stuff you know what i mean and then like when breach played the homie chase he was like stage diving and everyone was like crowd surfing him and whatever no way it was, dude it was yeah like i was just getting all the homies like a sick ass experience at the show and they were getting all hooked up and whatever like he, when he wanted to stage dive he like came up to me before breach was gonna play and he's like i want to stage dive and i was like dude this will be perfect <laughs> i was like breach has like like because everyone was there for breach yeah it was their last show and uh so i told him i was like the set starts and the drummer does like a four count on the hi-hat so he goes like one two three four and then bam and it drops and then we start going crazy. Yeah. You know? And I told him right when that drop drops, like send it. And he was like, bet. And so he was on like the other side of the stage where more of like the crowd was. Um uh because there was a bunch of people, but there's like that little gap for like the pit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he was jumping more of like where like the more of a crowd people was. And uh like he counted in. I saw him just like looking at me and I gave him the signal and he sent it and like dolphin dived into the crowd and they like carried him away Dude, and then everyone was going sick. crazy yeah and like all of them were getting down in the mosh pit with each other going crazy and then they were st stage diving uh frankie like br bringing him off the stage and bringing him back and then like i they didn't stage dive me but like the end of the set i just did like i'll flip into the crowd like it was like the most hardcore show like that i've hosted and so i would have to say that would be my like favorite of all yeah so that would probably be my favorite but in terms of like people and whatnot probably like our first or second show at the ball pit there's a few pictures and there's like a massive line to get into the venue and then we have a few videos from gopro and it was like packed side to side like front back to back of people in there and like people were moshing and like there wasn't enough room to mosh, so people were knocking over our gear and stuff. It was so sick. Dude, that's but so sick. That, that, was, that, that was probably, like, best turnout. But favorite show would be definitely that one because the homies got an epic experience.
and that, that's and I, I was like doing it with them like it wasn't just like oh they had fun like it was like we were having fun you know what i mean yeah that's fucking awesome dude and i had all the homies helping me run the show and so like i wasn't all super stressed out because that's what sucks about shows in my house or for demon baby is like they they it, it's the parking you have to have someone at the front and at the bottom because people get confused you have yeah. to make sure people park in the right spot you have to make sure that all the sound and everyone's getting power and you have to keep in mind like i have to like to go from the front of my front yard all the way down to where that stage is is oh my god it's so tiring and then dude. I to, if i have to be fast i have to like run and- <laughs> <laughs> dude like legitimately you should install a slide and like it would <laughs> Have a little slide and a little yeah. conveyor belt so I can bring stuff back up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've I've done some crazy stuff with that stage and whatnot. Literally, oh, when I was telling you about the whole sentient thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I know that was supposed to be like your last question. It's all good, man. Keep going. This is with Demon Baby. That that's like my little baby come. I don't know why I haven't even thought about that at all. That's like my little like side hustle, little company thing. So like it started as like we used to rent lights to the ball pit and take like pictures because my homie Tristan used to take uh, photos. Now he works all the time, so he doesn't do it. Yeah. But we used to go like take pictures for bands and we'd make money from that to buy lights. And then we'd rent those lights to the ball pit. So we were like making decent money buying like new lights and stuff. And those are the lights that you see at our shows now, which is like eight at least. I think it's like eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars with the lights. Oh, my God dmx controller that we still can't figure out how to program (laughs) (laughs) because it's supposed to be like programmable so you can like make the lights like sync to the music yeah yeah and he's supposed to be like up there like djing it you know so like all the bands make it look cool but we can't figure that out it's so complicated (laughs) so that's why they're just up with one color all the time but no tristan he is really helped me with demon baby a lot when it comes to recording and whatnot he was there for every recording I did. Um, I've done like a few like whatever recordings. The bands never really like they kind of like broke up before they even did anything type of thing. Oh, to bummer. give you an idea of how small these bands were that I was recording. Yeah. <laughs> but Christian would be there every time to like help me record and take pictures, get the lighting. You know what I mean? He was always there. Yeah. That's and then sick. we did like our first video with Starblaze. So if you look on the Demon Baby account, if you scroll down, it's literally in my bedroom. I like took my bed out. And like, if you can see like the behind the scenes of that, there's cables everywhere. Like you could not move. And like, I literally had like one angle to get camera shots. And then I had like another, so I had like two GoPros, one in my hand and one was on the drum cam for Nate. And it was just like a sick little like recording that he also helped me with and got it all going and whatnot. And that was really like our first like, first like product that we were able to do with our lights and our cameras that we got. And And it got like, a bunch of views and whatnot and so we were like you know what like let's keep trying to do this yeah and 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 nate the our drummer now he has a uh, drum mics and so i was like which is how we recorded starblaze and i was like i want to try and record like like a decent like hardcore band you know what i mean yeah and and uh, uh i had been talking to drez oh, from yeah. traditions yeah, just like a little bit here and that, because he's he's huge, bro. He's massive. He's scary. Like I, <laughs> yes, he is, bro. Oh my gosh, he was in my backyard. I was like, oh my god. 
but like <laughs> he's the nicest dude on the planet dude it's oh he's fucking, so nice he looks so in, he looks intense but he is ridiculously dude down he's dude. so nice i oh my gosh he was such a sick dude like or he is such a sick dude yeah, no, yeah. Was. he's so awesome and like but he's so massive and i was like texting him and i'd already been a fan and whatnot and i think i of traditions and i did like a little like vocal cover when i was still kind of shitty at vocals and trying to learn it yeah and i highly regret that but i also <laughs> don't because they commented and they're like sick and that's kind of where like they like got an idea of who i was i think maybe i don't know yeah but <laughs> <laughs> um but i was like texting him and i was about whatever and then he had that sentient project and they were just like starting to get up and going and they like just dropped their first single and then they're like literally like the next week gonna be dropping their second single and i was like this will be a perfect band to hit up and so i hit i like texted a dress and i was like would sentient possibly be down to uh uh like come record a live set and i sent them like the little star blaze video and whatnot yeah and i was like i have a stage now and i have a bunch of stage lights and so i was like we can do it during like the day and get like a sick like deserty vibe look you know what i mean i'm like the stage and whatnot and just try to get a sick look and i i like had uh travis over I had Kurt over to get like pictures and videos yeah. to try and get as many shots as I possibly could. I had Nate over with the drums or the drum mics recording. I had all my mics down there. I had like, we, we were like all coming together for like this project. Cause everyone was like, Oh shit. Like this is serious. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Cause they had like, I think like 2k followers and whatnot. Like they were getting some traction. So we were all trying to take it super serious. And so like we got it all mic'd up. We got like, they they pulled up we hung out we talked and they they're a bunch of awesome dudes all the sentient dudes are super nice and super cool hell yeah and then we started to run oh my gosh like if you like it was a movie bro a, a terrible <laughs> movie it was like we started like we were about to like start and get ready to go and then we realized we were literally missing like one cable and keep in mind there was like 50 cables like we were using. <laughs> no and so way. like they were missing one and we could not find it and keep in mind we were looking for it for like 20 minutes already and we we're keeping them like waiting and it was just so embarrassing and we we're just like like shit you know like yeah, yeah. We, need, we need to go do something and so <laughs> nate was like fuck it like let's just go run to beethoven's real quick Ciao, beethoven's and um uh like let's just i think that's when delilah still worked there delilah lemon shout out delilah lemon she goes crazy she books stuff in portland now but we were going to um beethoven's to go grab some more cables and uh and that it took so long bro it took so long the traffic was there for no reason just like on the side <laughs> just on purpose i was dude. like i was like why is this happening and then like it took forever to get the cable and come back and by that time it was almost like an hour and we we're Jeez. just like shitting ourselves like fuck fuck you know and then it was just super embarrassing and we finally started to get it going and then it was a sick ass set they sounded so good and we had like the sound was so perfect. He got it like we did multiple test recordings just to make sure it was working good, and we like played it back, and the sound was so clean, and it sounded oh my god! Like Dude. I can't like I was I've never been like I've kind of been impressed with myself, but when <laughs> we did that, I was like dabbing up all the boys. I was like, let's go! I was like, we're putting out like a like we're gonna put out like something cool, you know, like a cool piece of content. Yeah. And then they threw down their single which was awesome and then they threw down their second single which no one had heard yet and it was awesome and i was just like too hyped i was like sick because they're gonna like use this as like a little 
or that they were talking, they're going to use it as like a little, uh, oh, like when we drop it, check out this little live video too, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, literally, we got it all wrapped up. You know, we hung out for a while. And then we went up to my pad to like transfer all like the the audio files to my computer. And literally, he we opened the laptop we were using and all of the audio files were like gone. What? No, dude, like, no. <laughs> they were literally like they were there. Like, you know, when you record a track and it like pops up as the little block thing, you can see the little sound waves yep. and whatnot. Yep. Um, the sound waves just weren't there. But all the blocks were there. Like it, there was recordings, but the sound waves were not there. Dude. And I had never, dude, me and Nate, because it was me and Nate were about to like hit this editing and like uh mixing. Like we were we were stoked. You yeah, know? yeah. And me and him just like went into like a 20 minute silence. Like <laughs> Dude. literally just like sitting in my room just looking at each other like no fucking way and we were just like i literally just collapsed on my bed bro and he was just like laying back in my chair and we were just like sitting there in silence for like 20 minutes bro and then <laughs> it was so painful it was like the most embarrassing thing and like painful like i did not want to text them bro and be like <laughs> dude the audio files just deplete and they're from down the hill and this and that and i i didn't offer them any money they weren't paying me you know what i mean like it was just supposed to be like a fun little thing i didn't like have any money to like even give them you know because yeah. i was like like 17 and or 18 i don't know and like so like i was just shitting myself i was like no i was like no fucking way and i couldn't like i was trying my goddamn best to, like undo whatever and i still to this day do not know what happened like at all Dude, like that... i don't know what happened and i've even tried like doing what he's like little mock-up setups like oh okay so i'm gonna go record in my backyard and i literally went down there recorded and like tried to like do everything like okay does unplugging it do this does did you accidentally not save it? you know i was trying to figure out any like any reason and I could not figure out what happened. And I just had to shoot them the text, bro. And just be like, oh, oh I sent them a big paragraph. <laughs> dude, I bet. Dude, that shit oh, oh, sucks. Dude, I, I never had like cold sweats. I've never, I feel like, I felt like I just got like pressed by like, and dude, and then Dredge is scary. Yeah. Like, I, I was like, no, I was like, no way. And like, oh no, I like, I shot them the text. I honestly don't. I don't even remember if they responded. Like it was like I I don't remember if it was like on red. And but like after a while or if I don't remember if they did respond or not. I think they did, but it was after a little bit and they were like, ah type of thing. But I can tell that they were pretty bummed about it. I was like, oh no. Dude, I mean, yeah, like of course, like it, it it's like I, I I bet they were bummed because I know I would be because I'd be like, oh dude, dude, this is so fucking sick, and then it just happened I like would nothing be... happened. I would be so petty, dude, if I was in there. That's I felt so like, oh no, like I, I literally had nothing to say, bro. I was just like, I was so in the wrong, and like, but I did, I didn't know what I did. But, oh, geez, like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I had nothing to tell them, and I knew, like, I knew how they would feel because I know how I would feel if some like small little, like, production company that has some super low budget, whatever, hit me up. And it was like, yo, just a minute to die for. Want to come play a live set? And it's an hour and a half away. And then we go there and do everything. And then 
I would kind of feel bad to see like if they recorded us to see like all the effort they put in and then that's the only thing I can maybe see like remorse from but other than that I was like oh no it's so <laughs> wrong I've done everything wrong <laughs> <laughs> that that was probably the biggest like like oopsie I've done oh my gosh and I still don't even know Dude, what caused the oopsie bro. but the thing is it's not even your fault because like, there's been times where I'm like recording like guitar or something for just like myself on on logic and then for some reason like i'll like save it quit out and then i'll go back in and it'll be like oh some of the files weren't were not there and then that thing is it shows the bar but has no fucking oh, way yeah. files and i'm like what what why why did exactly, it disappear bro and like it, it's all it's all cool like i'm not i'm not i'm not saying like they like don't like like they respond to me they they do <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> but but no it was just a super embarrassing learn like oh my gosh i have had so many like embarrassing exp that was that's definitely the top one though and you learn from each one like i can tell you exactly what i'm not gonna do if i record a live van now there's lots of things that happen but there's there's lots of things that i will take precautions for that but oh my gosh that's just like that's that's just a really bad story with my whole little booking <laughs> band and recording them and shows and whatnot that's probably like the worst occasion ever it's more embarrassing than like a no show <laughs> Dude, on a show so... like when no one pulls up like it was so embarrassing dude and they're such cool guys i know Drez is so scary and their music is so hard and i just felt so bad and i was just like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what happened with that that's and then honestly since that's happened like i'm so scared to do i haven't done anything with demon baby other than do shows because i'm so scared of something happening like that again and oh, like yeah. i don't know what to do to prevent it because i didn't like learn exactly what happened and so i'm super like hesitant i'm like i've offered like that all hollow band i have offered to like do a little live set just to try it again and because they're indie so i assumed it'd be like a little bit easier than trying yeah. to rig up you know like a deathcore drum set because that dude had like eight toms <laughs> but, <laughs> it, like it was it was cool but so like i i tried to do that but like that that kind of just fell through whatever like it's not a big deal but i was just oh i've just been so hesitant ever since then because that was the worst embarrassing thing <laughs> like oh my god it was terrible but, <laughs> dude that yeah, sucks no. so bad lo lo love the sentient dudes love traditions but yeah no, anytime i hit them up i'm like hi yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know you probably you probably remember me but not probably in the best way but there's a show no okay. <laughs> dude that's terrible <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's so bad, but it's it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> love dude. those guys. Hell yeah, dude. Well, and, uh, dude, thank you for coming on. This has been awesome, dude. Yeah, no, no problem, dude. This is fun. I like talking about music stuff. I could go on, like, I can go on and on and on and on about dumb stories, dumb shows, funny shows. I've had so many weird experiences dude this and that like, it's so it's that's the sickest talk dude. about it and people are always so like what because like the hd is such a weird scene yes it's such a weird scene to be in and yeah. like any 
outside scenes, bro. Like they come to the HD and they're like, it's sick, but they're like, what the hell? Yeah. Like it, it's definitely a, a unique scene. Let's just put it to say. <laughs> it's they, so they have true, some dude. Stories. <laughs> have stories and they'll give you lots of the things to talk about. <laughs> but hell yeah, man. It's it was it was sick talking about mint to die for and trying to get things going. Hell yeah, dude. No, it was awesome, man. Whatever like, dumb stories I had with Demon Baby. Dude. <laughs> dude, so uh what I'm gonna do is like say like a fake goodbye, stop the recording, and then I'm gonna talk to you right after this. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, welcome back, and I hope you're enjoying this podcast with a new mug with pictures on it that you just got. I know that's seems pretty niche, but anyways, hello there, and um, I'm just going to wish you a happy holidays, a happy Merry Christmas, a happy Merry Christmas, um, or whatever you celebrate. Have a happy one, or I hope you had a happy one. I think this is coming out at the beginning of the year. I don't remember, but anyways, this was fucking awesome. I, like, we played with A Minute to Die for in a backyard, and it was fucking cool, and they were sick, and Caleb has been such a cool dude, and like... I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to talk to him, and this was so cool. So, Caleb, thank you for coming on. Your band's fucking sick. I can't wait. To, uh, dude, I can't wait for the single to drop. I can't remember when it's coming out. I think it's in, like, a couple months. Either way, fucking awesome. I can't wait for people to hear it. It sounds so good. Um, but, uh, hey, if this is your first time here, hello. Thank you for listening. And if it's your second or other time after two, hi. Um I've been, I've been after, like, this is the first podcast I've done in forever, and it felt so good to do it again, so I'm getting in the swing of it again, I already have a bunch, bunch, like, ready to go, like, or, like, I'm setting up, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I'm excited about it, like, a bunch more that I'm gonna be doing soon, and I can't wait, so hopefully next year is gonna be, like, with a bunch more, that would be fucking awesome, I miss doing this, I miss talking to people, it is so fucking cool, so I hope you enjoyed this, I know I did, Caleb is fucking sick, please go check out his band, have him book your band, do whatever, but it was, oh, man, this was cool to do again, I'm so excited, but, um, Thank you for listening, okay? Bye! Hey, the voice you're listening to is Josh Matthews. That's me! The person that basically produces the show is my brother, Danny Matthews. The person that wrote the intro is Nick Riggs. It's sick! And guess what? That's it!